You're listening to the Centre Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message recorded live from our Burgess Hill campus. So this morning we are going to carry on the book of Ephesians and uh, we are going to read from chapter 4 from verse 17 to 32. Ephesians 4 from 1732. Amen. So This is what the Word of God says. So I tell you this, and insist on it in the Lord, that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do, in the futility of their thinking. They are darkened in their understanding, and separated from the life of God, because of the ignorance that is in them, due to the hardening of their hearts. Having lost all sensitivity, They've given themselves over to sensuality so as to indulge in every kind of impurity and they are full of greed. That, however, is not the way of life you learned when you heard about Christ and were taught in Him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus. You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires to be made new in the attitude of your minds, and to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and and speak truthfully to your neighbor. For we are all members of one body. In your anger, don't sin. Don't let the sun go down while you are still angry. And do not give the devil a foothold. Anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work doing something useful with their own hands. They may have something to share with those in need. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that he may benefit those who listen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with who you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, rolling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another. Forgive each other, just as Christ, just as in Christ God forgave you. Amen. 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 This is a very powerful um part of Ephesians, and uh, yeah, just uh, just pray for me that the Lord may guide me in uh, in teaching this this uh, verses. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Well, we have seen last week. We saw uh, Pastor Tyler was preaching about about uh, the love of God. How Paul was praying for the Church of Ephesians to uh, to grasp and experience more of the love of God. Amen. And then at last, uh, d- during this week in the life group, we, we read the first part of chapter 4, where it speaks about the unity of the body. And how important it is for our, 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 our uh, uh, important is that we as brothers and sisters, we are in unity because we are the body of Christ. 
and uh, and uh, we spoke about how God uh, raised up the five ministries to equip the church and, and to edify the church and and again of the importance of the church to be in unity and to grow in maturity. Amen. And now we come here, and then Paul he starts saying, "So I tell you this, and insist on it." That you must no longer live as the Gentiles do. And uh, I was asking why, why, you know, Paul now is saying these words. Why is saying, I insist, my brothers and my sisters, I insist that according to what I've been saying so far, according to, to what I've been saying, you know, until now, I insist, I remind you, I insist in the Lord that you no longer, no longer live as the Gentiles do in the futility of their thinking. And uh, you see, my brothers and sisters, I, why Paul is, is saying this to us? Why Paul is saying this to the church of Ephesians? Because we are called to don't live anymore. In the life that we were living before. Thanks, you know, we, you know, praise God, we are here this morning, and, uh, and it's because God changed our life. Like there is that song that says, I was lost, you found me. I was blind, you opened my eyes. And if we are here today, it's because Jesus, He opened our eyes. We were lost, He found us. Praise the Lord. And, uh, and, but the thing is, you see that the, Paul is speaking to the, a church. He's not speaking to unbelievers. He's speaking to believers, to brothers and sisters. And he, and he says, "I insist, don't live anymore as the Gentiles do. How the Gentiles do? How the world live? You know, God is calling us to come out of the world, to live separated of the world. God is calling us to don't live according to the things of this world, but to live according to the Word of God. Amen? Amen. So we see that uh, they were, they, uh, the way that the Gentiles were, were living, and I believe it was like saying the way of the world, is uh, the, that they were living in the futility of their thinking. They were darkening their understanding and separated from the life of God. This is how, like I said before, we were before. Of God, why? Because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their, of their hearts. And in Romans 12, verse 2, always Paul, he says to Romans, don't, knock, don't conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That you will be able to test and approve what God, God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. So, Paul is saying, don't conform anymore. Don't conform to the pattern of this world. Now, why this world? Maybe we are here, of course, we are here. And like I said before, God changed our life. Uh, we have been saved. Uh, we, uh, we are children of God. But how this word may apply to us? Why Paul is saying, I, I insist, I remind you, don't live any longer. Don't live anymore as the Gentiles do. Because 
Because you see, as, it, as it, the, the, this word we, we read it before, to don't conform to the pattern of this world, is because even if we are Christians, even if we come to know Jesus, you know, like uh, the, the enemy, he wants always to try to bring us back. Now, you need to understand this. And uh, I believe you are experiencing in your life, because I'm experiencing in my life, that once we get saved, I remember in the moment that I got saved, like before I was saved, it was, life was fine. But in the moment that I received Jesus, you know, praise the Lord, I received the Holy Spirit, I received the joy of the Lord, it completely drastically changed my life. But in the moment that I received the Lord and I started a journey with Jesus, life started to become harder. And why? Because the enemy, he doesn't want you to live with Jesus. He wants to bring you back to the life that was before. So, and you uh, see, everything started from the heart. If, if we, we, we start to, uh, if we start to conform to the pattern of this world, and not to live according to the word of God, what starts to happen is that, Little by little, so remember, we get, we are saved, we receive Jesus, we are in a journey with Jesus, but then as we, if we are not careful, and we don't stick with the, with the Word of God, that we live exactly as the Word of God, it's not easy, it's a journey, the Holy Spirit helps us. But the thing is, you know, the, we need to remember this word, it's very important. Don't conform to the pattern of this world. And many times, this is what the enemy wants. He will start to go around us and try to deceive us. So little by little, we will start to conform with things of the world. Maybe we will start to conform with the, the way that our government thinks. Maybe we will start to conform with our... Uh, uh, maybe some of the brothers and sisters they think, or maybe some friends that we are around you, or some family member, or, or whatever, that maybe is not living according to the Word of God, maybe that is not exactly living according to the Word of God, that we start to open up to conform how this world is going, how the things, how this, how, how, how this world is thinking. So as soon as we start to conform in some of these things, Paul saying that these people, they have lost all sensitivity. They have given themselves over to sensuality, so to indulge every kind of impurity, and they are full of greed. Now, I just check what, what means sensitivity. I looked in the dictionary, I looked different dictionary, and this is what I came up. Sensitivity is the quality or stage of being sensitive, such as the capacity to understand what uh, other what people need and be helpful and kind to them, the quality of controlling your emotion and not be easily upset by things people say or do, or causing people to be upset, embarrassed or angry. The ability to recall the small changes, like in weight, in temperature, in circumstances around you, the understanding of something that could arm, arm, uh, that could be harmful for you. So in other words, you see, like to give you a very simple example, if we don't have a sensitivity in our body, and we are close to a fire, 
If we, are not sen- if we don't have sensitivity, we will not understand that, that fire could harm us. We will not understand that, that fire could burn us. So as soon as we start to lose sensitivity, we will like go close to the fire with no understanding that actually that is going to harm fire and then we get, we get harmed. Then we get wounded. Then we get, we get burned. So sensitivity is very important. And the way that we can be sensible, the way that we can uh, walk in, in and have this sensitivity, spiritual sensitivity, is through living through the Word of God. Are you with me? It's through living through the Word of God. If we don't live according to this Word, and we start to remove things, or say, oh, that is fine, I may do this, it's okay, God will understand, or maybe it's okay, uh, I, we're trying to uh, put our understanding on it, and, and not living exactly as this Word is saying, and as this Word wants us to live, we will start to lose sensitivity. And as soon as we start to lose sensitivity, we will start more and more getting back. This is what the enemy wants. Are you with me? Hallelujah. So these people, they lost all sensitivity and they start to, you know, to indulge of all kinds of impurity and, and greed. And this is like what the, the people of the world, you will see how they are lost in, in, the, in all kinds of impurity and sexual immorality and all kinds of sexual impurity, you know, because, as, because you lost the sensitivity, so you are not seeing with your spiritual eyes, because you lost sensitivity in your eyes, in your heart, in your understanding, especially in your mind, you don't start to see anymore. You don't start to understand. So you start to maybe, you know, be with your, uh, you know, start to be involved in sexual immorality or some other kind of impurity or some other things of this world. And we start to get lost again. Hallelujah. But then we carry on. And, and, and after Paul said this, from verse 20, he says, that to have, so the second point is put off your whole self and put on the new self. Verse 20 says, that whoever is not the way of life you learned when you heard about Christ and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus. This is not the truth that we need to live. In this way, we don't need to live according to the way of the world. All these things that are happening today, and all these things that we see around, and the, and the enemy even is, you know, I see more and more, like a problem I shared even in the past, that the enemy is trying more and more to infiltrate himself in the church, and let the church think that some of the things that the world is doing is fine. You know? So even the church can lose sensitivity, spiritual sensitivity, if we are not staying in the truth of what is in Jesus. So Paul says, this is not what you learned. This is not what is the way of life that you learned. This is not, is, is not the truth that you, that, you have, you, that you were taught in Jesus. What we were taught, brothers and sisters? You were taught in regard to your former way of life, to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made anew in the attitude of your minds, and to put on the new self, created.
created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Now, you must say, I, I received Jesus. The moment I received Jesus, my flesh was crucified. Yeah? We have been crucified in, with Jesus. Amen? And we are a new creation. So why Paul is saying, why Paul is saying to these people, he's reminding them, actually, he's saying to them, you know, he's saying to put off your whole self, which is being corrupted, and put on the new self. Because, uh, you see, more I go forward in this journey with Jesus, I'm understanding more and more. See, more you grow with the Lord, the more you walk with the Lord, you will understand more and more things in this Bible, in this Word of God, that maybe you won't understand. Like today, I understand maybe what it means. Maybe I'm understanding more how the Father is looking at me as a child because today I have a little boy. You see, there is something that I'm learning right now that before I could learn. And that I'm understanding more and more how, how the Father loves me, like someone was speaking before. But you see, we have been crucified in Christ Jesus. But I understand now what Paul was saying in Romans. That Paul was saying, I do what I don't want to do. And what I don't want to do, you know, what I, I want to do, I don't do. And what uh, I don't want to do, I do. And then he was speaking about that he understood that there is sin. Sin is still living in me, he was saying. You know? And I'm understanding more and more now that, uh, yes, I've been crucified in Christ Jesus. I am a new creation in God. But somehow, this uh, sinful nature is still living in me. And the Bible says that the sinful nature, it wages war against your soul. He wage war against your soul every day. Every day. And I can see in my life, every day I feel this, uh, this, uh, 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 this sinful nature to wage war against my soul. So Paul is saying, you need to put off your old self. And this is something that I believe we need to do every day. You know, Jesus was saying, deny yourself. And daily, pick up your cross and walk with it. So this means that every day, we need to remind, first, you know, we need to remind ourselves that I've been crucified in Christ Jesus. I no longer belong to this world. I belong to my Lord and Savior. I, we need to remind it to ourselves that we are not living anymore according to that uh, old self, but I have put the new self in me. And we need to more and more remind this in our life. And even to the devil. Because you see, the devil, you know, he will lose our weakness. He will lose our, uh, our sinful nature to actually get in and tempt us and let us fall into temptation. He will lose our weakness of this flesh. So every day, if we don't live according to these words, if we are, you know, if we are not sure, we need to go back to this word. We cannot just listen, maybe someone else, they say something. You know, there's many people today around that they say things that is according to their understanding, but it's not what the word of God says. 
We need to live according to what the Word of God says. If someone comes and says something that is not in this Word of God, I'm sorry. I will not believe it. Amen. Amen. I will not believe it. If someone comes with a different doctrine, if someone comes with a different understanding, and they tell me, no, actually what he means, he means this. No, sorry. Here is clear. This is what the Word of God says. Amen. Amen. So we need to live according to this word. And in the, you see, there is a, it says about young people, but I believe it's for everyone. There's a verse that says, how a young man can live in purity. Now, it says a young man, but I believe it applied to all of us. How a young man, how a man or a woman can live in purity by living according to the word of God. That is clear. That is clear. It's by living through this Word of God that we can walk in purity and holiness and righteousness. But the Bible says in Romans 8, 13, it says, For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. And again, Colossians 3, 5, it says, Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your healthful nature. Sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. So what the Word of God says, that anything that comes up and is, it belongs to your healthful nature, we need to put it to death. We need to put it to death. Now remember what I said before. That because we are still living in this in this earthly nature, we still somehow there is sin living in us. It will wage war against our soul. And so it will keep, you know, there is this war. Galatians speak about a, 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 the, 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 the flesh is, is contrary to the spirit. And there is this battle. And we will be in this battle until we die. Are you with me? Yes. So there is a battle that we are on. And here it says, you know, it's not easy. It's not easy. I am, I am in this process. There is things in my life that I'm fighting. There is things in my life that every day the enemy wants me to, to fall on it. There is every day there is things that the enemy wants to live, you know, according maybe how the fleshly. And there is a constant battle to say no. We need to learn how to say no. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We need to learn how to say no. Because many times, we just, we are kind of passive. And because we are kind of passive, something happened and uh, we just give ourselves to it. We, we fall on it. And, uh, you know, we fall every day. Every day we need to come before God and say, Lord, forgive me. And thanks God that we have a, such a merciful God that every day is always ready to forgive us, as we go before Him, and we go in our knees and say, Lord, forgive me, I, 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 I did wrong again. You know, every day, He will be always ready to forgive us. But this doesn't mean that we need to keep still living in, in those things. So, we need to learn how to put to death anything that belongs to the heavenly nature. You know, anything. And there is things that, that are hidden. Alright, there are hidden. We are sitting there, there's things that we are going through our life, you know, uh, sexual immorality, impurity, all kinds of impurity, lust, evil desires, greed, idolatry, and somehow, 
and uh, this, there is a bigger list, you know, this is just uh, a few of them. But whatever we are struggling, whatever we are going through, we spoke about before anger, we will talk again. But whatever we are going through, whatever we are struggling, that belong to your earthly nature, the Bible says, put it to death. Put it to death. And it's not by our strengths. How do we do it? It's a battle, remember. But how do we do it? We go before the Lord and say, Lord, I'm struggling with this. And your word say that this doesn't belong to you. This belongs to this elfly nature. Lord, your word say to put it to death. I come before you and I put it to death. Lord, I put it to death. Please help me with your Holy Spirit. Now, you cannot do it by your strengths. You can do it by the power of the Holy Spirit that is living in you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Are you with me? Hallelujah. There is a call of God today for His church. That He wants the church, He wants each one of us to live in true righteousness and true holiness. You know? Because this is the, the heart of God toward this church. You know, He says, in Peter, He says, But just as He who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, Be holy because I am holy. In Hebrew, again, it says, make every effort to live in peace with everyone and, and to be holy. Because without holiness, no one will see the Lord. There is a call. I believe this is the heart of God today for His church. We are living in very difficult days. We are living in very difficult days. But remember, and I pray with all my heart, that this will stick with you. This is the heart of God. He say, make every effort to be holy. Because without holiness, no one will see the Lord. The Lord is calling us to walk in holiness and righteousness. And anything that, we, you know, we, we daily, we need to speak with the Holy Spirit. You know, if you remember, you know, uh, last month I spoke about the Holy Spirit. Do you remember that? I spoke about the Holy Spirit. Now, every day, we need to talk with the Holy Spirit. Lord, show me. You know, and actually, even if you don't ask many times, He will do it. He will show you things. He will come and show you. Look, I don't like what you're doing. Look, this is not right. This is not from me. You know? So we need to learn how to put to death anything that doesn't belong to the Lord. Amen? So now, putting this in your mind, you know, how can what God, what God is calling us to do? There is a few things that God is giving us instructions. All right? He's giving us instructions for how we can live this life. Now, here again, there's just a few, you know, but all this Bible, I believe, is instruction from the Lord how we need to live our life. So again, you know, go in this word, read it, because here you find the answer. Amen. This is the word of God. This is not a book like the others. This is a living God. This is a living word. This is, you know, this is Jesus. Amen. Jesus speaks through His Word. So if you are not sure about something, if you, you know, go back to the Word. Because He will speak to you, you know, through His Holy Spirit. Amen? But here is some instructions that now the Word of God says. So we read it from verse 25. 
Yeah, from verse 25. So let's, let's go look very quickly, one to one. It says, therefore, each of you must put off false, 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 falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor. For we are all members of one body. So this is a very important one because one of the main things that many times we do wrong is to say lies. Every time. Now, the, uh, every day I need to ask the Lord to help me. You know? But, see, I'm not speaking about big lies. Many times, you know, the enemy, he tricks us even with small lies. Just small lies. Sometimes he even will lie joking. You know, we just say something jo- joking and it's like, oh, it, well, it was a joke. You know? Here, the Lord is saying, put off any falsehood, any false, any lie. You know, we need to live without lying. We need to live speaking the truth all the time. Amen. Amen? All the time. In even small things. Because you see, as soon as you fall in a small lie, then it will become a chain. You may say, it's a small lie. It's okay. You know, it will not hurt nobody. But as soon as we fall in a small lie, and this is, I'm speaking to, you know, this is for the church, alright? This is not for unbelievers. You know, this is speaking to the church. You need to put off all full falsehood. You know, because many times we just start with a little lie. And then many times it will become a chain. And then we say another lie. And then another lie. And then another lie. And then another lie. Until it becomes a big thing. And then we, go, we get stuck in it. And then we pay the consequence. So he's saying, put off any falsehood and speak truthfully to your brothers and sisters, to everyone. Amen? So then he says, verse 26, in your anger, don't sin. Don't let the sun go down while you're still angry. And don't give the devil a foothold. Now, anger is another one. It's another one that all of us, many times, we are affected. Because something, you know, someone does something to you, we get angry. We get angry. And many times it's not easy to quickly let it go. And maybe we say, ah, just, you know, and I, I, I fight against it. I fight it against it. You know? Because many times something happens and then maybe we don't let it go so quickly. And then we say, we let it pass a day, maybe another day. You know, until then it becomes something, it will become a resentment, it, it becomes something that it will, it will get hold of you, it will stop you, it will, and, and again, it can affect your sensibility to the Lord. Alright? So he's saying, you know, get rid of any, of any anger. And, 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 and ask the Holy Spirit, many times I need to ask the Holy Spirit to help me. Maybe, you know, something happens, someone does something that I don't like, maybe my wife does something that I don't like. I need to ask the Lord, Lord, help me. Many times I fall, you know, I, I'm not perfect. Many times I fall, I get angry, but then the Lord help me. You see, here the thing is, it's not about you know, just getting angry. You know, we can get angry, okay? But in a, in, there is a, a good emotion of anger and there is a wrong emotion of anger. So if someone does something wrong to you, it's normal. You get, you get upset, all right? You get upset right there. But then what the Lord is saying, quickly forgive. Quickly let it go. Don't keep it in your heart. Quickly let it go. Because if you don't do that, 
the devil will have a foothold in your life. Amen? Then he says, anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer. But one must work doing something useful with their own hands. And they may have something to share with those in need. So, of course, we don't need to steal nothing. So we need to live in honesty. Even in our jobs. In honesty. In, in anything. Even in small things. We don't, you know, the Bible says don't steal. And this is, this Paul reminded to the church of Ephesians. Alright? And then we go forward and he says, Don't let anyone, any unknown talk come out of your mouth. But only what is helpful for building all this up according to their needs. That he may benefit those who listen. This is another big one. The effect the church. You see, we are talking of, of things. that You know, we, you may say uh, sexual immorality, impurity, and all these kind of things. It does apply to me. I'm not doing any of these things. And so, but here we are talking about things that are daily affecting the church of God. You know? Saying a little lie, getting angry, and on some talk, you know. Again, this is another big one that we need to be really careful. Because many times, again, we get upset. And maybe one of the things that will come naturally of yourself nature is maybe what you will say to the person that may get upset. You will say some words of like, you know, they actually are not to build up. But you, you are like, uh, you know, the Bible says that, you know, there is fire in our tongue. And many times we use our tongue to bless and then we use our tongue to curse. And uh, what do we do many times? We just say words that we should not say, you know. And here is something very powerful, what Paul is saying. Everything that we comes out of our mouth, and this is for me, the first is for me, I tell you. Everything that comes out of our mouth, it should be to edify the other person. Even if you get upset, listen. Even if you get angry, even if you get upset, we need to ask the Holy Spirit to say it in a way that it would be to encourage and to lift the person up, not to bring that person down. So please, Holy Spirit, help us. Amen. And then we carry on. And uh, I want to just uh, um, conclude, you know, coming to the end of this. That he says in verse 30, he says, And don't agree the Holy Spirit of God with who you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, planning, and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another. Forgive each other as Christ forgave you. Now, see, there's so many things that we could talk in, this, in just these few verses. So many things that we could go deep. All right? But I just want to conclude with this, my brothers and sisters. And this is, I pray, is a, is a, you know, I pray that the Holy Spirit may give us that revelation because this is a revelation that we need to understand, we need to grasp. The Bible says, don't not grieve the Holy Spirit. Now, if you remember, again, last time I spoke about the Holy Spirit. I spoke about the Holy Spirit, how, you know, why, who is the Holy Spirit, what the Holy Spirit came to do, and He came to comfort us, He came to help us, to guide us, and, and all these things, and, and we can talk with Him daily, He will be there to help us, He will be there to, you know, give us strength and power and stuff like that. But one thing as well we need to understand, that because He's a person, and because he's the one that lives always with us and he lives always in us. If we don't live according to this word, if we fall in any of these things, 
that we just mentioned, if we, you know, we don't forgive, if we, like, we lose sensitivity and we start to be always angry, or maybe say lies, or maybe, you know, talk with the wrong words, and stuff like this, we will grieve the Holy Spirit. Can you understand that? We will grieve the Holy Spirit. We do it all the time. This is why the Holy Spirit is always there, crying and growing for us. Because all the time, we do wrong, you know? But thanks be to God that He's so merciful with us. But if we don't live according to His way, if we are not with that heart and say, Lord, forgive me, Lord, and the, we, we put to death what is, is we are struggling, what is affecting our life, we are grieving the Holy Spirit. And the Lord says, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit, you know? Don't grieve the Holy Spirit. A woman of God, Cartin Kuhlman, you know, she was speaking a lot about the Holy Spirit. She was an amazing woman of God, you know. And one thing that every time she was saying, you know, before, you know, when looking at the congregation, you know, she was saying, crying, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Because there were people there, perhaps, <laughs> grieving the Holy Spirit with their unbelief. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit, you know. Because the Holy Spirit wants to do a work, He started a work in you, and the Bible says what He started, He will complete it. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast at Centre Church. One church, passionately loving God and people, in Burgess Hill and Brighton. To get the latest news, or for any other information, check out our website at www.centrechurch.uk.